All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of a hundred books a year with Kevin.、Uh, today, I want to talk about a book I probably listened to. I don't want to say completely about two years ago,、uh, maybe three.、Um, it's called "Why Buddhism Is True."、Um, the reason I want to talk about this today because I just reread it a while ago. And、uh, I think when I first listened to it, I wasn't really, you know, that big into meditation, and I wasn't really thinking about this type of things. And then now, after you know, practice meditation for the last year, year, year and a half, maybe two years,、um, I I have some thoughts about this book. And I think、um, about two years ago, when I first read this book, it's really just. About the cool title that it has, right? That's about it. So,、um, probably just gonna spend one episode of our time just to revisit this book and then kind of like share my thoughts a little bit. So, okay, why Buddhism is true, right? So, when we talk about you know in a Western kind of a context of Buddhism, it's really adopted in the. Kind of like the world that they have seen as it was kind of like an illusion, right? So the author Robert Wright,、um, he has a、uh, psychology background, right? So he was a、um, evolutionary psych、uh, psychologist. I'm not sure if he is still teaching or doing research right now. Probably not. So the argument that he makes is that there is a lot of different.、Um, There's a lot of different similarity between the fundamental Buddhist idea compared to modern psychological views about human self or about human perception, and this book is his attempts to draw a connection between the two, right? So when we say the truth about mindfulness, here's what we mean, right? Is To really live mindfully is to pay attention to be mindful of,、um, and what's happening in here and now, and to experiencing in a clear and direct way, without any BS, without any hold up, without any、um, different things like that. So, in a sense, that、uh, the goal is to be unclouded by a various mental ups.、Uh, Obscurities, right? So it's really about experiencing it here and now clearly with no cloudiness. If I want to put it in a, like a simple way, so it's it's typically when people say you know like hey I stop as I smell the roses, similar idea, right? So that's actually describe the beginning of the mindfulness. So in terms of meditation, right? Like I've I've only been doing it for the last you know a little bit.、Um, There is a paradox, right? I, there is a paradox of this idea that there is truly no success in meditation, right? You can you you just cannot claim that hey, I I've been meditating for the last five years, I'm good, <laughs> right? I think、uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of talked about this as well. He was only meditating for、uh, three years, but he's good. But that's that I don't think is. Truly, the meditation. I don't think he got it. If that makes sense, or define got it, right? So, here's what I mean. Whenever we are thinking about meditation, it should be a continuous process 
when somebody can just put a, a great report on it or put a stamp on it, say, hey, completed, done. I don't think they're understanding it correctly. I don't think they are, they are, they are, they're grasped uh, be the idea, right? So because if we're thinking about, oh, I'm done, or if we're thinking about, oh, I'm completed, I have completed this challenge, what that means is you're having more thoughts. And the mere fact of you thinking that is actually getting in the way of the success, right? So how do you define a quote-unquote a success or progress meditation? I don't think you can. I, I truly don't think you can do that. I think you can control your mind to a certain extent that you start noticing Oh, yeah, like a few months ago when that person caught me off on the highway, I was like, you know, like cursing him out or her out. Now I don't do that anymore, right? I think you can kind of figure that out in a case-by-case basis, but just put a stamp in, hey, I'm done. I don't think that's a valuable way of thinking about this idea, right? And now let's talk about modern psychology, right? So here's a couple things that, I jotted down when I was reading the book that I feel like are intertwined with this idea of meditation or Buddhism. First of all, is that uh, we talked about this before, right? Self awareness. Uh, a couple, uh, a couple, a uh, few days ago about um, Tasha's book, right? Uh, Tasha was the organizational psychologist. We kind of gonna touch on this is that human beings often fail to see the world clearly, and it leads to suffering, right? We're talking about maybe a cognitive bias, maybe a, uh, maybe a behavioral problem or an issue. And secondly, human tends to anticipate more in the way of enduring satisfaction from the attainment of goals than in a sense that the facts will transpire, right? Uh, what that means is that we tend to go on and on about what we like the best and what's our, you know, like purpose, right? What is the good thing about us? But we hesitate to, what's the term, to really ponder about our goals or facts. We're just say, okay, we're good, you know, uh, we're, we're doing good, right? So we kind of trying to frame ourselves in the sense of, having more of a satisfaction about ourselves instead of um, pondering on what is actually happening, right? So kind of like a disconnect between the realities and also disconnect between the realities and the facts, right? The, the next thing that, uh, that I jogged down is, you know, we usually think of ourselves as a certain way and that's usually misleading, right? So recognizing that or the, or the identification is optional and it requires learning, right? Number four, I jot it down is that in the regular psychological world, right? Like seeing the world clearly can make you happier and more moral, right? Um, in the Buddhist way, if you're not seeing the world clearly, then it creates suffering or it leads to suffering by making bad decisions or by making trouble movement, right? Um, 
for example, right, like when we have like polarizing news, we have one party saying that, the other person saying that, different newspapers, right? Um, the COVID cases is rising a lot right now in the rural area, right? It got started about a, a couple of weeks ago, you know, in the second waves because they only watch a certain news site, right? Fox News most likely, and then they, they're not wearing masks and they're not social distancing and then they, they usually only have like one hospital in a rural uh, area and then they're in big troubles right now, right? Because you're not seeing it clearly, you're, you're not seeing the, you know, quote unquote, the essence of the COVID-19, then you're gonna have problems afterwards, right? Um, number five is awareness of conditioning, right? So in the Buddhist way, that means med, uh, con- conditioning through meditation, right? And then in the modern psychology view, we have different conditioning, right? Like, you know, when we have the, the uh, Maslow rules, right? When you ring the bell, the dogs uh, salivate, right? That's conditioning, right? Dog training or what was human, right? That's all conditioning. So just to wrap up this entire episode, right? Like I just rattled off a couple Buddhist things that I just wrap it up a few um, modern psychological discovery in modern psychology. There is some overlaps, right? In the modern concepts of psychology, it overlaps with this idea of um, Buddhist fundamental views, right? So this is what the author is trying to get after is that Buddhism is true is because that we, the animals are created by natural selection, right? He made this big argument in the beginning um, and natural selection builds in a tendency that early Buddhism did a good job by sizing up. So what that means is the idea that that um, Buddhism is actually from thousands of years ago have rel- relatively similar knowledge scheme compared to today's modern psychology, that that fact alone is impressive, right? And it's really, really a testament of how I would say the, the, the validity of Buddha's conditioning, the validity of um, you know, meditation, right? Having control of your mind is actually really, really interesting in this case. So that's why Buddhism is true because it, it's getting more and more proven by psychological studies or by uh, psychiatrical studies, all that fun stuff. All right. Hopefully this one makes sense for you guys. And um, tomorrow we're going to start a new book and uh, you guys have a good day.